Hello, middle-aged gamers, and Merry Christmas! Today, Adam and Antoine talk about the last-minute presents you could get to stuff those stockings. They will review all kind of gears from mouse to headset and computer RAM to mobile phone clip. Tell us in the YouTube comments which gizmos you would like to see at the feet of your Christmas tree and enjoy the show! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Middle-Age Gaming. Uh, for all of our middle-aged gamers or middle-aged gaming adjacent, tis the season of giving, and that of course means picking out what to get your loved ones. Well, never fear, our jolly hosts are here to help you find the perfect gift, but we're going to be changing things up a bit today, and Antoine is going to tell you how. So Antoine, what are we doing a little bit differently today? I actually have no idea. Do Are we doing something different today? Well, I mean, we're, we're not, not covering games specifically. Exactly. We are not covering games because it's a Christmas period and of course you are late buying your presents and there's only three days. Be careful. So we are going to talk about what we bought recently or that we want to buy. Uh, and Adam, do you want to start or I go ahead? Uh, you can go ahead. That's fine. All right. Fair enough. So recently, as you may have known, uh, Age of Empire 4 came out and my computers were screaming Oh, mate, you only have 12 gig of RAM. That's just not enough. You need at least four more. And uh, if you are like me and don't know much about your beautiful box, uh, I had to look because I never built a computer myself. So I looked at what I had inside and I see I had two uh, Siemens uh, card, RAM card of eight and four gig each. And so I looked at what am I supposed to do to increase this? And I learned a few tips that I'm gonna share with you. Of course, since I bought very rapidly, I didn't took any of these advice into account for myself. So first advice is turn off your laptop and take out one of the RAM card to see the make of the card, the capacity of the card, the speed of the card, and of course the type. Is it a DDR3, which is a bit old now? Most of them are DDR4, and very likely in a few years we're going to see DDR5 uh, coming out. It's the type of actual physical how your card is physically insert, inserted into the port. So if you have the wrong type, <laughs> you bought it for nothing. So look at all of this before. Also, I learned usually on your uh, motherboard, you have four uh, emplacements on it. And usually when you buy a computer already pre-made like I did, and it's not that I recommend it, but when you are like me and you don't know much about computers at first, better to buy a, a pre-made computer and, you know, tinker with it like I did. Now I'm feel ready that I can buy my new box. But anyway, in this very case, I was able to hi uh, Apex. <laughs> yeah, then there's the one Lin. I, can, I don't know the other two characters. My Chinese reading isn't that good. <laughs> but yeah, we have people in the chat today. There's people in the chat. Sorry, I was disturbed. For Wow, we have people talking. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, know that if you want to add, for instance, 30 gig of, 32 gigs of RAM, it's much better to buy two cards at 16 rather than one and have, you know, three of the four slots or one of the four slots. It's much better to have it in pairs, much better to avoid trouble. Of course, I didn't do that and I have three out of the four ports uh, occupied. But at the moment, I don't have any issues. Also, I did not buy Siemens, which were originally with a computer. I bought Crusher, which I believe, uh, Adam, you have a screenshot of. I'm <clears> showing <throat> it right now. You can't see it, but uh, the audience can. Ah, I can't see it. So um, if, like me, you are not sure of what your computer is can take, Crucial have this little thing which detects the kind of cards that you can get. So you go on their website, it's going to detect your uh, hardware and it's going to tell you, you need this. And of course, you need the speed as well of the card. Uh, each of these little RAM cards have a specific speed, which mine was 2666. I actually don't really know what that does, but I know that it's much better to have the all the cards with the same speed so they can interact much better with each other. So that's all the little tips I had on this. And thanks to this, I raised my... Uh, my capacity to over 30 gigs and now I can play Age of Empire 4 properly without having these alarms everywhere. Be careful, you don't have enough RAM. Your computer is gonna, your game is gonna shut down and you're gonna lose everything. So this is my little and 
this is small enough to actually be stuffed in your stockings, which is why I actually took this one. <laughs> Isn't that appropriate? Exactly. Uh, do you know how much like this would roughly cost? Like, how much did it cost you? I believe, and I want to be very precise here, around 80 bucks, uh, 80 Canadian okay. dollars. So less that's than 100, that's not too bad. That's Yes, exactly. I didn't. I actually have. I had no clue of how much this cost, and I don't know why I saw these because they are really tiny stuff that you could put in your computer. And I thought it would be like 20, 30 bucks. Now nah, it's it's more like eighty, maybe a hundred. And it's very good to um, purchase some very good brand. I am very fair to Corsair myself, but again, I don't really know uh, if it's compatible with my computer, which is why. I looked, browsed a few forums, and went for the safest op uh, option. Where so now nah, just go to Crushall, let them uh, you know scan your hardware. They will tell you what you need. You buy, you install, and that's it. Little um, tip for people like me who actually very don't are not used say to tinker with the box. The card, the RAM card, is not that easy to install. You really have to push it very strongly because uh, I didn't do it properly the first time. It clipped on the on the top, but not at the bottom. I didn't realize it at first, and it gave me a very beautiful blue screen, and my computer wouldn't start. So <laughs> I slightly panicked that I bust out my computer out of you know for an eighty dollar card. After having a few breathing sessions, I was like. All right, let's plug everything off, take it all out and restart and uh, replug it. And after you know pushing like insane in it, it clipped on both sides and then it restart and the hardware was recognized without any issue. And then I I had a much easier time to breathe. God, I didn't bust my computer. Phew. <laughs> Good for so me. This huh? is, yeah. So this is uh, for PC or for for laptop. PC. No, because okay. you can change for laptop, but um, I have no idea how, to be honest. I think you need to have a special port for it. I have a laptop not next to me, but yeah. Honestly, if you have to do this on a, on a laptop, I would say go to a YouTube video. First and foremost, check out. That's what I did for my PC. And uh, yeah, before doing anything, just check out how professional do that because they are the best to tell you how to do it. That's kind of a no-brainer. So look at YouTube videos, check out forums, you know, inform yourself before you bust out your your whole installation. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking uh, into getting some uh, updated RAM for, uh, or not RAM, uh, memory for the uh, PS5, but it's so expensive right now that I'm kind of like, mm, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to pay two thirds of the console just for, for update on RAM. I'll just have to delete some games. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. PS5 or? PS5, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's ROM, not RAM, but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And that's but, how Switch did much better with it. You just put, you know, like your yeah. little, uh, micro USB card and that's it. You have like five times the actual memory of the console itself. Yeah, you can you can do uh, external memory that way, but you can't play PS5 games from it. But you can play PS4 games from it. But it hasn't been too big of a problem. I'm just I'm just uh, because when I had the PS4, I I got a uh, was it the Nico Nico? I got I got the data bank, and so I put four terabytes of RAM in it. And then after that, I never needed to uninstall anything ever again for the rest of the. For the rest of the console's life, I never needed to uninstall anything. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I want to do that again. But then it's like, no, it's so expensive that I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not not anytime soon. So, but yeah, so interesting. So, yeah, the, the, the fact that it's 80 bucks, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's not a bad price. Of course, this is an advice I'm going to give for every little thing we are going to talk about today. If possible, and now it's a bit late, of course, but wait for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. That was quite uh, like what a few months, a few weeks ago, not even a month ago, maybe a month ago. Of course, it's much cheaper on that day. It's obvious, but if you can wait for it, wait for it. If you can't, wait for Christmas, <laughs> Boxing Day. Mm. Now you got this. You said from Amazon. No, I did it straight from the Crusher website. Oh, okay. 
I know the uh, link I gave you was Amazon that law from the crucial websites uh, because I think it was much faster delivery. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I was wondering if there was maybe a price difference if you went directly oh, there or if you did Newegg or. Uh, yes, there was a price difference because Amazon would sell them by lots of two, and I just needed one. Mm. Of course, they sell it by two because, as I said, it's recommended to buy them in pairs, which I should have, you know, watched for them before I bought my stuff. But hey, I didn't have any issues yet, and I don't think I will have because. Well, it has been already a, a month or two since I have it, and I didn't experience any crash or anything. So, you know, touching wood is going to be fine. But don't do like me, you know. Buy a pair, fill all your, fill all your slots, and it's going to be much easier. And if you don't, and if you build a computer from scratch, um, from what I understand, but please uh, check it, it's you have to fill slot number one and number three. I think it's in that order. Again, because I saw YouTube videos which uh, with a professional guy saying, yeah, in this port and this port specifically. Why not two oh, and okay. four? I don't know, but he said, yeah, do it like this. Okay, boss. <laughs> so that's why we should go to forums and watch YouTube videos on how to install these things. <laughs> because there's actually professional who knows that stuff and I have yeah. no clue what I'm doing. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have any other questions. I think most people know what RAM is, so we don't need to go too far into that rabbit hole, right? Okay, so Thanks. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, I should hope so. So I'm going to go ahead and list my first one. So my first one is the Red Dragon M908 Impact, which is an MMO mouse. And there are actually quite a few out there. There's the uh, the Logitech. Uh, I can't remember what, what the model is, but there's a Logitech MMO mouse that's usually highly recommended uh, as far as one of the cheaper MMO mice go. Uh, but this one you can get for a little over $30. I think it's like $33 US or something like that. So you can get it relatively cheap. Uh, but it, this is definitely for somebody who likes playing MMOs. Uh, because if you've ever played an MMO, you know, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, what else is Terra. popular? I don't know. Terra Online, I guess. Do people still play that? Uh, but if you're playing these Black, games... Black Desert. Black Desert, yeah. Black Desert. If you're playing these games, a lot of times you just have tons of abilities, especially with kind of the older ones like Final Fantasy XIV or uh, World Autism. Warcraft, where you just have... Yeah, does, does Black Desert have like all the abilities tied to a... Uh, I don't know, more like uh, Elder Scroll Online. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, that sort of thing. So usually you just have tons and tons and tons of hot bars. And, you know, most people bind them to one, two, three, four, five, you know, usually they're number keys or they might use some other keys. Uh, but sometimes your hands are kind of dancing around. It's almost like playing piano uh, when you're when you're getting into your rotations and whatnot. And it can it can get a little bit daunting, especially when you're trying to move at the same time. You know, if you're trying to, you know, move left or if you're trying to, you know, strafe right. And you, so you have to hold down D, but you also have to hit, you know, the six key, you know, so you're like you know, twisting your hand around backwards and stuff like that. It can get kind of crazy and you can get used to it, but it's, you know, you start doing kind of what uh, console users, you know, when they start getting that claw formation where they're you know, like hitting the D-pad with their, you know, index finger. So it, it's not, yeah, yeah, you get into weird situations. So an MMO mouse solves that problem by putting just a bunch of buttons on the sides of, of your mouse right there. You can see right there with the side buttons, you know, you have 12 side buttons, uh, and all of them are programmable, so you can set them up to whatever you want. And of course, uh, just like in an MMO, you can uh, hold down the shift key and it gives you access to another set of 12. Hold down the control key, you get access to another 12. So you have access basically to, what, 36 buttons right there with your thumb. So that's super convenient. It might take a little while to get used to, uh, but once you do, you know, it's going to make your life a lot easier. But the thing is, is even if you don't play MMOs, this kind of mouse is still super useful. I mean, for instance, I, I really love my mouse. I have a, a Foxray. I don't remember the model number. Uh, Venus something. I'm using a, what does it say? FXR SM29 Venus gaming mouse. So this is a gaming mouse. And it's only got, I don't know if you can see it very well, but it's only got the two buttons on the side. And But it's fully programmable. And if you go through the videos, a while back, I was editing the audio and I did a, a stream of myself editing the audio. And, and in it, I, you can see that I bound all the keys 
or all the buttons on the mouse to various uh, things that I needed to do in the audio. For example, my mouse wheel, you know, if you click the mouse wheel, uh, that would silence something. Or if you hit the buttons on the side, it would fade in or fade out. And I have a, a button for copy and a button for paste and all that. And it's okay, but you have a lot of limited options. You know, I only have so many buttons and having a mouse with, you know, all these extra buttons on it. If you're doing any kind of audio editing, if you're doing any kind of uh, video editing or even art, you know, I know a lot of artists now use like the sketch pads or whatever, and I have one, but I've been doing it with a mouse for so long before I got the sketch pad that I'm actually still not used to the sketch pad. So I actually do it better on the mouse still, which is weird, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just more used to the mouse, but having things like that, you know, um, for instance, right now I've been trying to update our intro because our old intro, you know, was very specifically featuring myself and Korean. And now we have two new hosts. So that's no longer inappropriate because we need, you know, something that's a little more generic. And so I've been editing that. And as I'm doing it, I noticed that I could set certain buttons to the things on the side. So for instance, the pencil tool, I set to one button, the eraser, I set to one button, the select tool, I set to one button. And having that is just super helpful, you know, because I don't have to either, you know, either I have to move my hands to the keyboard and hit the the hotkeys, or I have to take my mouse. And if you've ever, you know, used something like Photoshop or something like that, you know, I have to move it to the left of the screen, click the tool I want, bring it back and not having to do that. Just being able to just right there, you know, click and I have the tool and I don't have to move the mouse or anything. I can just click, get the tool I want, you know, here, click, you know, go back to, you know, click to do the eraser, click to do the pencil, click to do the eyedropper tool. You know, I don't have to go back and forth. It was actually going a lot faster and a lot smoother. So having a mouse like this with all these buttons to me would be super useful. And there are some ones that are nicer, but we're doing stocking stuffers today. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go with one that's pretty good and has uh, a good price. And so I chose this one. Uh, because the price is right, just a little over $30. It's got all those button functionality that you want. If you're the kind of person that likes RGB lighting, I don't really care, but I know a lot of people are into that. It's got that. You can choose that as well. It's all programmable. And the other reason that I chose this one over the Logitech mouse was because with this one, uh, there's a picture that will show up from time to time. It's got a little disc that you can put in the bottom, and it's got weights in it. So if you're the kind of person that likes a heavier mouse, or if you're the kind of person that likes a lighter mouse, you can adjust it to the weight that you want so that you feel more comfortable uh, with moving it around. Because some people, they like that kind of the heavier mouse, you know, they, you feel, I guess it's more tactile in a way. But some people like the lighter mouse because they can feel more fluid. So d you can find that weight that's good for you. And I think that's that's actually really useful as well. Is that cordless mouse or is it USB? This one's this one's a, a USB mouse. There are cordless mice that you can buy. Uh, if you're looking for the the nicer one, the what was it the Razer Naga Pro? I think is what it's called. That one's cordless or corded. You can choose, I believe. But that one does have a bit of a reputation of breaking after every two years or so. So you might have to replace it relatively so often. Uh, the Logitech mouse is recommended on the cheaper end just because the Logitech mouse has um, Logitech mouse is about the same price as this one. It might be a little bit higher, but it's very durable and it's got the, the keys on the button are uh, mechanical keys. So they work kind of like a, a keyboard. So they're, it's a little more durable. That one will last you a really long time. That one also has a, a you know, most mice have the two buttons on the top. Two buttons on the top that one actually has a third button over here on the side as well and i was going to talk about that one but then this one has the the weights in it and it's a little bit cheaper so i went with this one but the logitech uh, i don't remember what it's called but logitech does a, a mmo mouse that's also highly recommended so all right uh before moving on to the next product is there any brand in particular because that you like because we are talking about I was talking about uh, computer components we are talking you are talking peripherals um, I know like for instance I mentioned Corsair for components because it's an extremely good brand and extremely recommended but for 
components only. If you start talking about Corsair headset, uh, mouse, stuff like this, all of a sudden it's not that good anymore. So is this uh, any brand that you trust more than others? For me, actually, no, because it's kind of funny. Most of my peripherals are brands that I had never heard of prior to buying them. My headset <laughs> is, a, is a Cooler Master. I'd never heard of Cooler Master. It's a, I think it's a Taiwanese company. Or, oh no, wait, maybe Cooler Master isn't. I know, I know this one, the mouse, is a Fox X-Ray, which is a Taiwanese company. And I had obviously never heard of them, but the mouse was relatively cheap. And so I got it and it's been working great. And in a way, I'm kind of hoping that it stops working great and breaks so I can get an MMO mouse, <laughs> but it just, it's too reliable. And so I can't justify the price of Break another it, mouse. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Right. You know, so it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, it still works so well. Oh no, um, it accidentally fell in my coffee. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like throwing away things that still work and I don't think a mouse is the kind of thing you can donate to charity. I guess you could, but I don't know. Uh, so as long as this one works, I'll keep using this one. But uh, you know, when it goes, I think I'll, I'll go with an MMO mouse. But it's it's pretty durable. And the the Cooler Master, this I've had for over a year. And actually, when I had when I had that was it the PS two PS four on the PS four, I had the um, the official I don't remember what they were called the the official Sony headset, and it worked really really well. But the the material started kind of flaking off and the battery life was getting worse and worse and worse over time. I typically like things that are corded just because you don't have to worry about battery life. So I like corded mice. I like corded headsets. If they had them, I would still use corded controllers for my console. Uh, exactly. But, uh, I wanted to go to. Yeah, corded yeah. is better than wireless to me. At least. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to worry about battery. Latency is obviously going to be much, much better. You don't have to worry about interference. You know, like if uh, if you have something that's like Bluetooth or whatever, you know, sometimes you can get interference. And with cords, you don't have to worry about that. So I definitely prefer corded. But uh, yeah, I got these because Korean and I were thinking about getting new headsets. And we looked at a video and the one, the guy was reviewing a bunch of them and he just mentioned this one. And then and listening to it, I was like, the audio on that one is just so much better. It's so, so obvious that the recording is so much better. And just a testament to my headset. I am the only host that we have who is not currently using a desk mic. So <laughs> everybody else has the nice mic. Think about the nice mics. And I was like, I should get a nice mic. And I was like, yeah, but I, I think I feel like I sound okay. So I don't know. Uh, I can just keep using the, the mic on my headset. So, and yeah, so this is Cooler Master. I'd never heard of them before. This is Fox X-Ray. I'd never heard of them before. So I don't have particular brand loyalty. At the same time, I think uh, Korean took the Black Shark V2, right? He did Black Shark too. I've never, I had never heard of them yeah. prior to that. Yeah. Oh, wait, isn't it Razer Black Shark? Uh, maybe it is. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. I, I look. I did look it up last night, but I didn't. It look is. At it is a razor. So razor, which is of course a very famous brand that I mm -hmm. never used. Um, from the comments I saw, usually razor would be an extremely good thing, except maybe not as durable as the rest. That's exactly what I see. Is that razor makes when the products are new, they're fantastic and they work really, really well, but they don't last quite as long as some other ones. So, And that's exactly why. So very recently for the Black Friday that I mentioned, I wanted to replace my headset because I was using the one I have from uh, work, which are Logitech HS800, which is very nice. But for work, because first of all, this is, uh, it's supposed to be wireless, but as you can see, I'm using it all uh, like wired all the time because the battery is gone very quick. Also, the material is not an over-ear, uh, it's on-ear on compared to the rest. It's, it's not that bad, but the sound quality, I didn't realize since I have this one that the sound quality could be so much better. So it's very <laughs> good for, for work. It's very good because you hear other people, but... That as far it goes, and also it breaks very quick. But I don't think is that 
because Logitech usually is quite durable and it's pretty nice. It's much more like it's the fact that it's wireless. Like on the two previous one I had, and I don't care because, you know, the work get it for me. I didn't have to buy it. So it's the, what broke was actually the, the charging port or the charging, not the cable itself, but the port. So I couldn't recharge it anymore, which makes it useless. Here, uh, so this, in case you didn't see, this is the, uh, sorry, the camera is here. It's an HyperX uh, Cloud Alpha S. Only issue I had with this, I bought it in Black Friday, I think something 110 or 120 uh, Canadian dollar. The only problem kind of I have with this is that here, this uh, cable is non-removable. So, and maybe I think this is the same for you. So it's braided, it's very nice, it's very solid. But if this cable break by any, if there's any problem, if my son play with a scissor and cut it, the whole headset is dead, which is why I usually prefer corded but detachable. And there is a headset like this, just usually it's much more expensive. And if you go full wireless, it's even more expensive and to my taste, less reliable. So corded is good, but if you can have a detachable corded, even better. Um, this one, as you can not see the microphone, is because it's detachable as well. And since I have already uh, a microphone here, the Blue Yeti Nano, which I made a review on it, but it's only on Captivate. So if you have a podcast, you can go to Middle Age Gaming Podcast and you will have... Which one is it that I talked about? I talked about the uh, HyperX... I talked about budget mic. There was a Siren, I think was a Razer. Talked about the HyperX with the cheaper one. And in the end, I ended up with a Blue Yeti Nano because it's like $20 more than these two and it's way better sound. Man, I like it much better. And much lighter and everything. Anyway, <laughs> back, to, <laughs> back to this headset that I got for, for Black Friday. This is a bit too big to put in your stockings. So you'll have to put just one side and let the other one dangle a little bit, but that's all right. <laughs> because I, I find this is a very, very good investment. Again, I usually had my son coming from, you know, like the uh, iPhone little uh, bud sets. <laughs> you can't even call it a headset or my work computer. So I never experienced sound coming from a real, you know, like um, over the ear headphone is also have this little little mix sound on the cord, which allows me to use the 7.1 button, which makes it sound more immersive. Uh, say, I don't play really much FPS, but from my, what I understand, uh, you are able to identify where the sounds are coming from much easier. You know, if someone is walking this way or is a bullet come from that direction or whatever, you can identify sounds much better, which is much more useful if you are playing FPS like this. I actually don't, but I really like to have my, uh, my music in a much better quality. So it's a win for me. Otherwise, yeah. it's uh, quite a light headset, you know, like very comfortable Extremely good sound. I don't know about the microphone because I don't need it, but it's detachable, so I don't see it. I don't have it, you know, dangling in front of my face, and I really like that. So now again, it's I think I think an excellent purchase. Razorx is very famous, very well known. There's a very famous YouTubers or streamers here in Canada. The very beautiful Pokemon is using it. Is she sponsored by HyperX? So I don't think she. She can really say bad things about it. <laughs> In any case, I'm not sponsored by HyperX. And I can tell you, as much as I said bad things about their entry uh, microphone, I can tell you that this uh, headset is excellent. All right. So it can be wireless if you want it to be, or it's it's 100% corded? Uh, HyperX have a very, a very wide like line of products. And they do have wireless headsets. I believe it's called Cloud Flight. But yeah. for everything wireless, you bring the price way up. Mm. They, they, they even have, I think, like a $600 headset, which is supposed to be fantastic. But of course, for this price. <laughs> $600. I yeah, I keep reading in the higher price, you also have the uh, A50. I don't remember from which company it is. But everybody say, yeah, use the A50. Okay, sure. What's the price? Three or four hundred? 
Nah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like my I like my sound good, but I don't. I'm not working in the music industry, right? So I don't need it. It's that good. My ear is not that well formed to hear these uh, slightly subtle changes in music. So I'm good yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not much of an audiophile either. I, I went to when I was getting like a, a years ago. I was getting a. a, a pair of headsets for my phone and and they had the the low quality the medium quality and the high quality and they were letting me sample all three and i could not tell the difference between the medium and the high quality head headphones i was like uh maybe it's better but i can't tell if it's actually better or if i'm just imagining it's better because you told me it's better <laughs> so I, I i just ended up going with the medium with those but uh but yeah, like like the sound quality here is fine. And, and that's one of the things, though, is that, I mean, I've been using these for so long. I don't know. Maybe if I plugged in a different headset, maybe I'd be like, oh, wow, what have I been listening to all this whole time? But it sounds great to maybe. me. So. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, one last thing I forgot to mention, and which was very, uh, very important for me in buying this headset in particular, is I'm going to show you. So I can't listen to you for a second. Sure. This, I don't know if you can see, but this is a fabric earcuff. It originally came with the leather one, but in the box you can change for the fabric, which I found far better because I'm not in Taiwan, so I don't risk the uh, the I don't have the risk of sweating in my ear if I keep it for mm. too long. Because I see uh, Taiwan is extremely hot, and in Canada right now it's minus ten, so I don't have this issue. But uh, leather, if you keep it for a long period, it starts you no know, flaking off, and I don't really like the feel on my ear. I just don't really like it. And this leather, which they include in it, it's a bit tricky to attach, but even for me who never did it in 10 minutes, it was all, you know, set up. And uh, like this, for instance, the uh, HS Logitech, this falls after six months super easily. It falls all the time. Here, it's up here. Uh, my ear don't uh, touch the, the back of the uh, headset, so it's extremely comfortable. So I keep thinking the praise of this one. I don't know the other product, but if you have to go for a product, especially if it's on discount, the uh, Cloud Alpha S, uh, that's the way to go. Mm, yeah, I, the old, uh, let's see if I can reach it. Hang on, give me a second here. I'm going to scoot all the way back. All right. There we go. So No, you're, you're, touching your, have, your, uh... you're touching your green screen behind you. Huh? No, no, this is not a green screen. This is my actual <laughs> room. This is uh, this is what my room actually looks like. This is not a green screen. This is a real, this is real time. Sometimes I'll put a green screen behind me if I'm playing games and whatnot. But uh, nope, right now this is all real. So yeah, these are my old PlayStation uh, ones. And this is the funny part is if you look real closely, yeah, you can see. Oh I mean, okay, granted, this is uh, yeah, this is all flaking off. And so this is one of the things is 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 this had leather on it. But I don't know if you can even see it now. There's there's no leather on this anymore. It's just uh it's just cloth oh, yeah. now because, and the thing is 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 it's just so humid here that it just flakes off so quickly. So yeah, these ones are, are cloth as well, and and I'm definitely much happier with cloth. Even though you might sweat a bit, it's uh yeah this one because you know I would I would wear them for a while and I take them off and there's just these black flecks just all over my head and it's just everywhere. Aren't you sure it's just because you used to play PlayStation way too much and you just don't have the time anymore? Um, no, no, that's definitely the humidity. <laughs> I, 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 I still play a fair bit. You know, I mean, I did, uh, what was it four hours of streaming yesterday with other sides? So no, definitely, I definitely prefer cloth. And you still feel comf comfy with this headset? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's the thing that is, is actually for me, I used to not like headsets at all. Like, I guess my ears are a little bit big and stand out a little bit. <laughs> um, so headsets were not comfortable at all. And even with this one, when I first got it, you know, if I wore it for more than maybe 30 minutes or so, I'd start to, my ears would start to get sore. And, and that was a problem. But now after, I mean, I've had them for a year now, I'm used to them now that doesn't bother me anymore. So but yeah, when I first got them, they were a bit uncomfortable with my ears. If I wore them for an extended period of time, my ears would start to get a little bit sore. But, but now it's not an issue. But I also like, I, I think even here, I prefer cloth because the leather does not breathe at all. And it just gets Yeah, and that's the thing. So why is the leather? Is it cheaper? I don't know. I don't think it's cheaper. I, I think people just like it. Oh. I, I think people just like, uh, I mean, 
yeah, like why do people like leather chairs? You stick to them and they get super hot if they're in the sun. I don't know, but people like them. I think it's just a a question of taste. Yeah, I think it's a question of taste. And I I think part of it is um, maybe it's a little smoother. So maybe it's not so quite abrasive if you have sensitive skin, I guess. I don't know. But then also I think it's Hmm. part of a status thing. I think, you know, it used to be, you know, if you get a couch or you get a sofa or something, if you could afford a leather sofa, you know, leather is a more expensive material. So I, maybe it was like a status thing. You know, I have a leather chair, you know. And, um, and then you realize you have a cat and your leather sofa is destroyed in two weeks. Yeah. But yeah, actually this one, um, to be fair, not all of this that's falling off here, not all of that is due to time. Some of that is little cat teeth chewing at it <laughs> so well done, yeah it's, yeah yeah they they uh are destructive little beasts they really are <laughs> emphasis on beasts all right so anything else to say about your headphones no i saw that your sony can uh, you know like fold and all this one counts no but anyway i don't really need them to and no they're good yeah. enough and again yeah, $120, I mean, uh, as far as gaming headsets are, it's, of course, I got them on Black Friday, so they were much cheaper, but that's still budget. That's still what you consider budget. Usually, if you want a very good one, like the, say, say, how do you call this, the Saint Signer series, that you can see in the, like the, the, the pro streamers usually have this Saint Signer series. I don't know if they are sponsored or whatever, but I know that it's extremely popular, and these are super expensive. And quite fragile from what I understand. But it's supposed to be really, really good. Okay. Anyway, I won't know. I don't care. I'm very good with this. Okay, then I'll move on to my second product then. Uh, I have... Third. Where... You already S- talked about... Well, I talked a little bit about the headphones, mask? yeah. So yeah. I guess third then. All right, so that'll be this here. This is the... I'm sorry if you guys can't see it because there's uh, icicles in the way, but, you know, Decoration is important. Uh, the IPEGA 9167 mobile gaming controller. And I actually, I've ordered this and I was hoping it was, it said that it might come in as early as yesterday. And I was really hoping it would come in yesterday so I could play around with it, give you guys, show you guys it, you know, show how it works and whatnot. But unfortunately, didn't come in just yet. So maybe it'll come in today or hopefully soon. But anyway, for people that like to play mobile games and I've been trying to play more because <laughs> that seems to be where our popularity is mobile gaming is not my thing but I'm, I'm, I'm putting an effort into it and one of the biggest things for me if it's a game that's a puzzle game like uh you know sudoku or something like that you know you're touching the screen's fine but if you want to play something like call of duty or final fantasy first soldier or any kind of shooting game or something like that or even some of the action games even some of the rpgs that I've played in the past, like Guardian Tales, which I do still play. That is one of the few mobile games that I do really enjoy. Uh, just having your thumbs on the screen all the time, blocking out part of the vision. I'm not I'm not big on that. And then also the other thing for me is, you know, when you're moving your thumbs around, especially if you're using it as like an analog stick, eventually, it, it, I don't know, it feels it starts, my thumb starts to feel weird because it's just like rubbing against something for an extended period of time. And you're just rubbing your thumb against it. And I don't know. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. But especially like when I was trying to play Final Fantasy VII First Soldier and sort of that sort of thing, you know, when you're moving around and then eventually, you know, you're moving that and as my thumb is sliding across the screen, you know, it's starting to slide onto other things and, and it could be problematic. So having a, a controller uh, would be really, really useful. And I did try to hook up my P- DS5. It didn't work too well uh, with what I was doing, but I didn't try it for too long. But I really wanted something that was designed for phones and for me i i wanted two things one i wanted something that clipped onto the side kind of like a switch controller i didn't really like the controllers where they have it and then they have like a panel that flips up and you put your and you put your phone on top i wanted something where i could hold the phone on the sides because that that has that form factor of the switch it's got the form factor of you know the, the psp and the ps vita and the original game boy advance and and all those and i like that form factor of having having everything on the side and so I wanted that. And then the other thing I wanted was symmetric analog sticks. A lot of them use the kind of the Xbox or Switch thing where the uh, the right analog stick is high and the left analog stick is low. And I like having symmetric sticks. I mean, I, I don't think that one is necessarily superior to the other. 
Um, I've heard people say that asymmetric is better because typically you keep your uh, your right thumb on, you know, so you want your thumbs in the high position and typically you're moving with the left and then you're using your buttons with the right. So having, you know, if you're using the buttons and not the second analog stick, you know, then you then you are in the same position there. Um, but if you're playing a like a mobile game like PUBG or Call of Duty or one of those, you're actually going to keep your thumb on the analog stick most of the time. So for me, I just like having both things on the analog stick. I don't know. My brain just maps it better. Or maybe it's an aesthetic thing. I don't know. So I wanted the uh, parallel sticks. That was the other thing I wanted. And this one had it. And, and also, this one's really nice because it's telescopic. And it can support up to 11 inches. So this can you can put an iPad Pro in this thing. So you can get pretty big with it, which is really cool. Some of them don't get quite that big. And the other thing that uh, is nice about this one is it a lot of it's just kind of detachable. So you can kind of customize it a bit how you want. So if you are the kind of person that wants, you know, the two sides, you can do that. If you're the kind of person that only really wants the left side for movement and, you know, you don't really need the right side. So you can still use your you still want to use your finger or something like that. For instance, if you're playing a game like, say, Fallout Shelter, where you want, you know, something to cut for scrolling on the left, but you still want to use your finger on the right, you can switch it out. Uh, you can switch out the right stick for that, and then uh, you can plug it in directly. Uh, it also has, you can kind of see it, there's a jack on the left that what you can do is slide the jack in, and you can plug it in your phone. And what happens is, you know, because different phones have their, uh, if you assuming your phone still has a jack, uh, you know, they're in different places. Sometimes they're kind of closer to the middle, sometimes they're on this side, sometimes they're on that side. Sometimes they're on the top, sometimes they're on the bottom. So there's no one set place. And the way that they've solved that on this is they actually just have a little attachment that, you know, you put it into your phone and then you just slide it in, but it's not actually attached directly to the controller. So you can slide it up and down. So no matter where your audio jack is, you know, you can just slide it to where you need it to be. So that's actually really convenient. So all those things together and, you know, the price is right. If I'm, let me see, I don't remember what the price is off the top of my head, but it was really relatively cheap. It was, let's see. Oh, uh-oh. I don't want to do that. I want this. Okay. Uh, let's see. It is a little bit less than $40 US. So it's like 38 something or 39 something. So, you know, less than 40 bucks. I figured that's a good stocking stuffer. Uh, there are... I, I was looking at reviews and they're really mixed. It's kind of funny if you look at the U.S. reviews, then they're typically pretty bad. You know, they're like they're they're really mixed. Most of them are good. It had like a solid three point seven, which isn't great, but uh, on Amazon, which isn't great, but you know, a lot of people really liked it. Other people said it was just awful. But if you look at any of the other Amazons that aren't English, then it was pretty universally praised. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe English speakers are just a little more cynical. Um, I'm not quite sure. But uh, yeah, on the Spanish site, you know, it got really good reviews. And Portuguese site, it got really good reviews. So so maybe you can give us our your review maybe next yeah, week. Yeah, I was really hoping it would come in last night and I could give you my assessment. But unfortunately, it didn't come in yet. So it's making uh, really me smile right now because most likely, of course, she remembers and in the last podcast in the news, we talked about the Razer slash, no idea, you know, this collaboration where they were yeah. making a, a special console, mobile console for Android games. Yeah. And the question was, would you invest in that? Well, apparently Adam just invested in a $38 <laughs> clip for the phone. And exactly. Why would I invest I, I in like say, a $200 thing? Exactly. I won't say that's good enough because he hasn't tried it yet. But most likely that will be good enough. Yeah, exactly. So why invest? I'm sorry, Razer. I'm sure your name is way <laughs> out in the industry and everything, but yeah, I, I think the only thing is, uh, I think the only advantage that really has, I mean, as far as form factor, you know, I don't, I don't think there's too much of an advantage there. I think the only advantage there would be that this is, you know, this is a smartphone. It's designed to be a smartphone, and it can play games, but it's not necessarily a, you know, they, they do make smartphones that are specifically made for playing games. And this is not, this is just a generic smartphone. So I think in, in that sense, it'll be a little bit more geared specifically for games. So it'll probably run things a little bit better, a little bit faster. Um, and it won't heat up 
necessarily as much as this one will, because this one will heat up after a while. So I think it has the advantage in that, in that it's, yeah, so I think it's more for, but if you're the kind of person who gets phone, you know, who looks up, I want a phone, I'm going to be playing games. I want a phone that plays games really well. No, you just get something like this and you'll be fine. But again, let's put it out there that 95% of mobile game phone use either, you know, like energy or stuff which makes you stop playing after half an hour, maybe an hour if you just downloaded the game. And unless your name is Phil and you're playing Lord of the Rings six or eight hours in a row, it's quite rare for you to play mobile game for that long. I yeah. don't know that. If I didn't actually saw one of Phil, you know, like streams, I would have been six hours on a mobile game. What are you talking about, really? So, uh, oh, we have some unfortunate. We have no one in the in the chat, and then we have we have a bot. Thank you, bot. Don't go to that. Whatever it is, <laughs> don't, I don't, don't know, but don't, don't click, click on it or go there because that is. We, we're gonna block that user. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Razer versus a clip for the phone, depending on your use of games. But I'm sure that yeah, if you have a computer or a PS5, what's the use of playing six hours on a, on a mobile phone? Mobile phone is really good if you go to co- to if you commute to work when there's not COVID. Of course, if you remember when it, how it was before COVID and you actually go to work and you have half an hour of bus trip, of course, mobile game was great. Now, uh, well, I don't know. I've never been a mobile game player that much. But in any case, if I want to spend a long time playing, I'm just going to go on Steam and play whatever RPG or stuff there is at the moment that I want to play. Not really on mobile games. So is the fact that a mobile uh, mobile phone is going to heat up after two hours of playing a really big issue? I think not, but that's just my view of it. Of course, you are very welcome to tell me in the comments that I'm wrong because I think Korean said that uh, you can now comment on Spotify so you can listen to our podcast and comment at the same time. That's a revolution. I want mm-hmm. to know I want to know your thoughts. I want to know why you're not going to YouTube to subscribe to our channel. Do <laughs> <laughs> I start to sound like a creep? No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Middle Age Gaming. <laughs> All right. It's late. I'm authorized to do that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before we go, we do have a little bit of news today. So we can go over. Uh, the first bit, most of it's... Uh, Two, two, two good things and one not so good thing. Uh, the first one is Minecraft has become the first game or anything to reach over one trillion views on YouTube, which is kind of crazy because considering that there are only, what, seven billion people on the planet Earth, that means every single person on Earth has watched a Minecraft video over 10 times. Or some people have watched hundreds of Minecraft videos. Um, Now, I wasn't quite sure what they meant when they said it's had a trillion views. Do you know exactly what that means? Because, I mean, what exactly counts as a view and what exactly counts as a view of Minecraft specifically? I guess, you know, they have some rubrics that you, when you stream or anything, you know, you have to tag the uh, hashtag Minecraft or something and they count all of them. Okay. Honestly, I don't. Really yeah, that know might be it. Is. It might be. Uh, yeah. There have been one trillion views of videos that have Minecraft tagged in them. That might yeah, be. It. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of wondering about that because I'm like, yeah. now when you say Minecraft views, though, I mean, how do you know that it's specifically Minecraft? Because there, there is a lot of things where people, you know, there, there might be Minecraft in the video, but it's, it might be part of a larger video or other things. So I was like, specifically, how do you know that Minecraft has been watched this million, this many times? Um, but that, that's probably what it is. Yeah, you can see that Adam is you uh, American because he's asking for a recount. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not asking for a recount. I'm, I'm asking how do you how is the counting done, which is also very American. Yes, um, but you know it's YouTube, so they're never gonna tell you. No, just like the American we, government. Uh, <laughs> true, we told you it's one trillion. Why are you asking us how? 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I, I don't doubt it. I was just wondering, like, how yeah, how do no. they know? How do they how do they measure it? Um, Apart from a tag, I don't really know how they would. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I do not doubt it. I do not doubt it in, one bit. Yeah, I was just wondering in any how case, it was done. It's fantastic achievement for Minecraft, especially for anything. This is the first anything yeah. to get one trillion views. I mean, that's yeah. Especially when it's cubes, you know, it's graphically ugly and it's still the most popular thing ever yeah exactly i mean yeah it's out there yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's i have never ways. watched i never watched it even once to be honest <laughs> i'm yeah and that's the thing too is I, I like um i've never watched a minecraft stream or specifically a minecraft video uh but i have seen my students tend to watch them a lot and I have seen like a lot of them just will be random compilations where like, you know, it's just uh, basically Minecraft memes every four seconds. And it's just like streaming through them and people screaming. And I'm like, does that count as a Minecraft video? I don't yeah, really it know. Um, well, because Minecraft must be tagged in this. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, does that count as a Minecraft video if it's only like four seconds long and it's just yeah, a guy but You screaming? know that uh, YouTube is trying to compete with, <laughs> compete, lol, with uh, TikTok, with uh, YouTube shorts. Yep. And YouTube shorts. I've seen those seconds, now. It, count, it counts as shorts. So two seconds. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm also, I'm also wondering, I, I don't know if they calculate this or not, but I'm wondering if it's counting unique views. So like, for instance, if you have somebody and they watch the same video five times, does that count as five views or does that count as yes. one view? Uh, so that's another thing that I'm kind of curious of. Yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if it's one trillion unique views, you know, by... No, no, no. It wouldn't no. surprise me uh, at all, but... That would surprise me because you, when you watch, you know, any YouTube video and you see uh, 6 million views, uh, I'm the first one to watch a video like 10 times if I really like it and I'm, it counts as one view each time. So oh, okay. So I, then it's I, probably... I wouldn't okay. say... Yeah, I wouldn't say unique. And okay, uh, probably not the unique fact then. that Maybe they even count, you know, like associated products such as, like, uh, there was Steve, you know, the uh, Minecraft character and yep. his female counterpart, which I forgot the name, I'm sorry, uh, present in the latest DLC of Super Smash Bros. So ah. if you have, if yeah, you have no, a Steve fight, was. yeah, uh, Steve and, and the girl one as well, they have probably the Stephanie or there. something like that. Good job, cats. Monsters, destructive little beasts. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wonder if this counts as a Minecraft view, since you know they appear in a Minecraft and a Super Smash Bros. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't really know. But one trillion still is an accomplishment. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just curious bravo. as to what they mean exactly. Bravo. But still, oh, well done. Non, non, bravo, bravo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of views and uh, watching for a long time, the Xbox recently came out with a documentary on the history of Xbox, the 20 years, uh, I guess it was like the 20 year anniversary or something like that. It's called Power On, the story of Xbox, and it is four hours long on YouTube. You can watch it for free. So uh, I think it comes in and most, I think it's usually, uh, I think it's in five installments of 40 minutes or something, something like that. But you can watch the full video. Do they have a special chapter called the Red Ring of Death? I think the Red Ring of Death is in fact mentioned on it. I think they do. I think they do talk oh. about the Red Ring of Death. Then that's um, very clear. That's good. Yeah, from them. from what I've heard, they're very. Uh, it's kind of tongue in cheek. It's uh, they. I, I I think they mention the Red Ring of Death. I know for a fact that they mention the whole uh, Xbox. Was it the three or is it the Xbox One? Yeah, the whole Xbox One debacle where they were going to like lock games to accounts and Sony came out and they're like, this is how you share games with friends. Hello, friend. Would you like to borrow my game? Uh, I know they reference that in there. So they talk about their failures on that and stuff like that. I don't think we're going to be streaming Apex today. Somebody's asking in the comments if we uh, today has Apex streaming. I don't think so. I don't plan on streaming Apex today. Did we uh, ever stream Apex here? I used to stream Apex a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but that was years. Yeah, it's, it's a no, not years. No, sorry. Year, um, not today. Sorry. 
I can stream Apex again if you guys want sometime. If if you got if uh, you know I'm up to uh, streaming what the audience wants. So if you guys want to see me streaming Apex, if you want to see a 37 uh, year old man fail at uh, beating small children in a shooter, I would be more than happy to uh, to embarrass myself for oh, your benefit. Ju just so. wait a little bit because we already have hundred. Uh, we already have 826 subscribers, which means that very soon we'll have Vermintide 2 uh, event. And even if it's not Apex, it's going to be fun anyway. Yeah, yeah, you can watch that too. Uh, but yeah, I'm currently streaming a bunch of stuff. But uh, yeah, I can go back to Apex if you guys want. I have been playing actually off stream uh, with my friends. So, you know, I'm not entirely enough, out of practice. But I was talking about podcast earlier. Our podcast, yours and Korean podcast on Apex Free Fire, and I can't remember what, is still the most downloaded podcast ever, and it keeps downloaded all the time. So Apex and Free Fire <laughs> is still a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would be more than happy to go back to that and, uh, you know, give you guys a, a little ego boost when you can watch me play and you can be like, oh, thank God I'm not as bad as that guy. If uh, <laughs> if you need that, I would be more than happy to provide it for you guys. So yeah, just let us know and uh, I'd be more than happy to do that. Yeah, I want to watch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so back to this Xbox documentary. If you guys want to check it out, I've watched a little bit of it and yeah, it's pretty well done, pretty good. I would definitely recommend checking it out if you get the chance. And it's interesting because it does cover 20 years of history in gaming and uh, going back and looking at some of that old stuff, it's kind of like, wow, you know, like, look how much stuff has changed. <laughs> and if you are like me and never own Xbox in your life, I think it's very interesting. I will watch that. I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to watch them talk about the very beginning where they were like, oh my God, you know, like, we wanted to enter this gaming thing, but you know, right now it's it's Sony and Nintendo, and we were like, "What are we doing? What are we getting ourselves into?" And so, now it's huge. Now they have Game Pass, and and now you and and with this documentary, I'm sure you would understand the meme of the Xbox fridge. Yes, remember uh, that's yeah. I, that's probably mentioned somewhere towards the end. I haven't reached that far yet, but uh, it's probably <laughs> in there. But you can buy those. Well, you could have bought them. You, you now could. you can buy them from scalpers. Which leads us into our next uh, topic here. So the last piece of news today, uh, Elden's, Elden Ring, Elden Scroll. Why am I saying Elden Scroll? Elden Ring, uh, the premium collector's edition is sold out. They put it up. You could pre-order it. And some people had the same problem they had at the Xbox One or the Xbox X series and the PlayStation 5 where... The moment it went up, people clicked on the site, and the moment the page loaded, it was sold out. So this sold out like oh, scalpers. that. Yeah, it's scalpers again. But don't worry, you can find it on eBay at twice the price. Ex well, at times. least twice the price. You know, if you really want it, you can go even higher than that. Uh, but yes, you can go on eBay and, and find these. Uh, but yeah, they did get scalped pretty quickly. Uh, so what's happening right now is Namco Bandai, uh, I believe they took down the sales so that uh, you can't currently order one, but you can sign up for a waiting list. And that is what's going to be go happening going forward is you can sign up for a waiting list and you can get your copy that way. So go ahead and do that. But that said, there are some concerns because when they did initially come out, they said that they were only going to make 6,000 copies of these you know this is a collector's edition so we only have so many so there's only going to be six thousand of them so if you do want it you need to sign up now because yeah they, they will probably go quick so yeah and then you're on the waiting list so there's still no guarantee that even if you go now you can still get it uh, but we'll see hopefully the people who want it will be able to get it i've personally only ever gotten two collector's editions in my life i never uh i typically wasn't a big fan of collector's editions i never got them but i did get it for two games valkyria chronicles 4 which i don't think you can see you can kind of see the hoffen right there it's really tiny uh but there's the hoffen and uh obviously cloud on the was it the hardy daytona or whatever they call it but uh i got the final fantasy 7 remake collector's edition and both of those were for very specific reasons and that was because uh, getting the english version here in taiwan was inconvenient and so it was actually easier for me to pre-order on amazon the collector's edition i was like you know what if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go all the way so yeah 
Unfortunately, I don't trust collector edition because they are just way too uneven. Sometimes you have a fantastic edition with a beautiful statue and everything you need inside and, you know, like steel art booklets and everything is fantastic. And sometimes it's just like, oh my God, what did I get? It's statue made by a three years old and then why well, there's nothing inside and so it's just too uneven unfortunately yeah what was it the, the fallout 76 one had all that a lot yeah. of people were going off on that one because they said like it was supposed to be something and they ended up with like a really cheap duffel bag or something or it was supposed to be like a, a really well-made duffel bag and they ended up with this kind of like satchel bag or something like that. I remember it was supposed to be something and they ended up not having enough of them. And so they ended up switching to something else. And it's like, if you didn't have enough, why were you selling it like that? That's so weird. Like you should have known. But yeah, so I remember Fallout 76 had an issue with it. Uh, I got the Valkyria Chronicles one because yeah, I can't get the I can't get the English versions of Valkyria Chronicles here. I have to get it from my my English account. And the collector's edition came with the DLC. They they did this weird thing where the DLC was ready, but if you bought one edition, you could get if you bought like the digital deluxe, you got a certain DLC. If you got the collector's edition, you got a different DLC. And then they were going to release the DLC later, but like months later, it was really weird. So with the collector's edition, you could get the DLC a little bit earlier. So that was part of the reason I did it. A, a. B. I love Valkyria Chronicles. This is a fantastic series, and I hope they make Agreed. Valkyria Chronicles 5. Uh, so yeah. I, I love Valkyria Chronicles. So I was like, I'm willing to spend the money for this. And yeah, and then I could only get it from the US. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, so I'm going to order that one. The Final Fantasy 7 one, yeah, the Final Fantasy 7 one was purely because it was Final Fantasy 7. That one I could have gotten here in Taiwan. Uh, but I, I wanted the Final Fantasy 7 one. And also, Square, I will say, is typically pretty good with their collector's editions. Um, hey, Cloud so, looks really cool. He does. He's he's really nice. He's nice and big and everything. They're really big, uh, yeah. Yeah, but the the square ones, you know, they're usually pretty good quality. And also the uh, the cloud here is um, was it was it Kai Play or Play Kai or or Kai Arts? I don't remember the name of the company exactly. It has the word Kai in it. But it was uh, they used to make all the figures for. The if you got like the the Final Fantasy figures and a lot they made like a, a Play Kai or something like that. they made like the the Iron Man figures and stuff they, they they would make these figures for you know whatever these games is up and they went out of business so this is one of the last things that they made and there are not going to be more in the future so this is actually a collector's item. Uh, probably not worth a super lot. no no <laughs> no yeah that's the thing is like uh if i'm gonna collect something i'm actually going to collect it i don't i don't buy things to to sell it as an investment i buy it because i want it to sit on a shelf and and collect dust and i don't I want still, anybody still, else to have it <laughs> i still don't understand why people buy figurines or stuff like this and leave it in their original package it's worth more money yeah it's worth more money but what's the point of buying it if i, if I can't play with these <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i i get it it's uh it's just an investment it's it's yeah of course yes and i mean for them they're not they're not buying it for the collection a lot of the times a lot of the times they're buying it for the investment or some people you know they uh they're buying it not necessarily for the object itself but they're buying it for the value of the object you know so they're, they're collecting mm -hmm. it and they're you know it's kind of like showing it's like a museum or something like that you know it's a this is a, a piece of history or this is a uh an event in time, you know, if you have the original Star Wars figurines and their original boxes, you know, this is a, you know, having the toy is one thing, but, you know, having it in that mint condition, you know, this is a, a time capsule yeah. in a way. Um, so I, I kind of see it, you know, it's a preservation of that moment in time when Star Wars was a, a huge deal and it was fresh in people's minds and, and uh, we can We're look making back. good movies. See. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. It's not for me. It's not the way I like to collect things, but, uh, but yeah, I get it, you know. So, uh, yeah, and that's it for our news today. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry for all you who wanted to get the Elden Ring premium collector's edition. Sorry, you cannot get it right now. You can't get on the waiting list, but you can pre-order it. It is up for pre-order now. So if you are looking for it, you can pre-order it right now. Uh, Antoine won't because Antoine hates pre-orders and he thinks it's the bane of human existence and he'll never pre-order anything. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> not true. Uh, if okay. it's a Tales of or for a very specific franchise, I would. Okay. Only for yeah, the franchise yeah. I trust. 
Yeah, I pre-ordered uh, Horizon Forbidden West because I had so much fun with the first one, and I'm I'm pretty happy with the way Gorilla does things. And so I trust like, Gorilla. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same with the uh, Valkyria Chronicles. I pre-ordered that because it's Valkyria Chronicles. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's it for the news for today, and therefore, I guess that's the end of the show. So we're Absolutely. a little bit over time, but not too bad. And of right, course, well, look forward for Adam uh, next uh, stream of Apex, apparently. Uh, well, Friday, <laughs> I mean, I can. Like I said, if people are requesting it, I'll do it. But uh, currently, I am on... Currently, I'm kind of occupied because I got Fridays. Uh, I'm doing uh, Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'm getting through that. Uh, I spent some time on my own clearing out all the... Uh, hunting grounds and yeah so i cleared out all the hunting grounds i grabbed all the tall necks and i did all that but i didn't do any questing so i'm saving the questing for the stream so and i'm getting all the stuff off stream so that way when i'm on stream i won't be so distracted by trying to get these things so <laughs> so uh so yeah so i'll be doing that going through the story on that on fridays assuming i can reliably assuming i can reliably log in i'm doing final fantasy 11 and no, final fantasy 11 Fantasy 14 story, just just the story. I'm doing all the outside stuff on my own, but just the story, trying to run through it on Mondays. And then on Tuesdays currently, uh, I am doing other side, which is I've strangely had more success in terms of people watching than I have with other games, which other side I thought was kind of an indie game and not that many people would even know about it. But maybe that's why. Maybe because nobody else is currently streaming it. So Exactly. Know. But yeah, so those are the three I'm doing right now. But uh, other side, I'll probably be finished relatively soon. So I'll need something else to replace that. So if it needs to be Apex, that, that can be it. All right. Well, I think that concludes the show now, for real. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. And see you next week. See you all next week with Not Christmas Stuff. We'll let you know what it is on the day. All right. So bye-bye.